These five mega niches are so good. If you position yourself in one of these markets, you'll always be able to make money. If you say, well, I can help anyone, you can actually help no one. I'm going to go through a, the growth boost exercise. It helps you position yourself in a sub niche. Now, in regards to passion, it's overrated. It's quite frankly, not necessary. How to find your niche if you're getting started as a digital consultant, coach, or service provider. So this goes out to everyone who likes the idea of coaching or consulting or service providing, but they don't quite know what it is that could be offering. They're not sure if they're good enough. Maybe you feel a bit of an imposter syndrome. So I thought I'd dedicate this solo podcast episode to you folks out there because I'm going to be breaking down every single thing and nuance that you need to know. This is usually the process that we're going through together with our clients one-on-one -on -one in the first couple of weeks of working with them if they come to us as a beginner. And I'm kind of breaking down everything here together with you, the listener or the watcher. And I'm also going to be sharing an exercise sheet with you and I'll be going through that. So let's crack right into it. Step number one, this is something I teach everyone, is have an open mind. Because it is very likely that you have certain mindset issues in your head that say things like, well, I'm very good at X, but people are not going to pay me for that. Or I'm really good at Y, but there's already so many other people in that niche coaching or consulting or service providing that. So there's just so much competition. Or, well, I'm really good at Z, but I just don't think this is a big enough problem. Like who would pay for that? So I want you to have an open mind first and foremost and really give yourself some credit because first and foremost, when you say, I'm really good at that, but so many other people are and I don't think this is worth paying for, just because it comes easy for you doesn't mean it comes easy for others either, right? Um, best example for that is fitness. Like maybe you've had a very, very easy time being fit and going to the gym. You've always been someone active, but hey, do you know how many people struggle with that? Do you, many people, do you know how many people are lazy or who love binge eating like me and they don't have the discipline that I have? So have an open mind. Just because it's easy for you doesn't mean it's easy for others. Second argument was, I believe, well, but there's already so many other people in this niche uh, and they're doing it and they're paying for, and they get money for it. Like there's so much competition. Actually, if you look at it from a market perspective, completely objectively looking at it, there is literally... No better sign that you can make money in something than other people already coaching it. It literally means the market is open. You don't have to pioneer that certain market and kind of warm people up to the idea to receive coaching or consulting in this field. There's literally other people doing that. One of the greatest examples ever is also fitness coaching, fitness and nutrition coaching, because there's thousands, tens of thousands of coaches in there. But then also I look at so many of our beginner clients, they still make $10,000 or $20,000 a month in one of those niches simply because, yeah, there's a lot of competition out there, but there's also a lot of people that really need your help. And, you know, all these fitness coaches that have started doing consulting online many years ago, they've warmed the market up for you. The, the piece, the, the pie is already there. You just have to claim your piece, so to speak. Uh, so you have to realize that. And then last but not least, when you say like, okay, um, I'm not good enough for that. Maybe you feel a little bit of an imposter syndrome. Hey, nobody said you need to come out swinging saying that you're the best and the greatest and uh, the most experienced coach in the world. Hell, not even people don't even care about that either. People don't care about the person with the most certificates or the most experience or any of that. People care about a coach that cares about them. They want to buy from someone that they resonate with. 
And this is really key. I noticed this in the very beginning when I first started with digital consulting in the dating advice and personal development niche was my first seven-figure coaching business. I actually thought I needed to be perfect. I thought I needed to have years of experience. I need to be the great Casanova and, you know, never get rejected. And to be honest, I think the first six to 12 months of my brand were like that until, you know, one evening I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling burnt out and I, I was really mad. I can't remember what exactly it was. And I just said, you know what? Let me make a video where I talk about rejection. I'm sick and tired of acting like I'm the perfect person. I'm the perfect dating coach that never gets rejected. I want to talk about rejection. So I talked about, you know, all the times I got rejected and how many times I still get rejected. And I just talked about it openly. And I almost thought it would ruin my brand. Um, when I published that video, it was a, on YouTube way back in 2014-ish or something like that. I literally thought, okay, people, like, this is it, guys. Like, this, my people will see through the facade. What actually happened is this video started blowing up. And I got so many comments and replies of people that said, wow, I never liked you before, Max, but now I can really see that I can resonate with you. And from that moment onwards, I, it clicked in my brain and I realized it's much more about authenticity and being yourself and being open and transparent about your shortcomings or perhaps even open and transparent about the fact that you're just getting started that will make people resonate with you. So this is really, really the key. And this is kind of something that we teach all our clients and this is also something that I want my brand to stand for and that is Authenticity trumps everything. Authenticity over perfection. Authenticity over being the non plus ultra perfect coach or consultant whatsoever. Just just be yourself, all right? And that will help you in the long run because it will make things easier for you, but it will also help your brand in the long run because more people resonate with it. And then the other thing when it comes to niching is understand that there's crazy niches out there. There's the obvious niches, dating and fitness we've just talked about, relationship advice and so on and so forth. But I really would love to, to invite you to understand that there's all kinds of crazy niches out there. And I'm just going to type this into my uh, laptop here. I'm going to share my screen with you. So if you're watching this, uh, you can absolutely see it. If you're listening to this, I'm still going to guide you through it uh, so you don't have to see it. But if you go to my old channel, the Max Torno uh, channel, I think it has like 85,000 subscribers. You'll find it if you type that into YouTube. There's a client results uh, playlist. And just reading through these client results, you can actually see their niches as well. So we have here plant-based health coaching, language coaching, 15,000 euros with that. Poker mindset coaching, cracked the 10K. Uh, weight loss coaching, cracked the 10K. 40K a month with sales coaching. Then we got another fitness coaching. We got a stutter coach who made 10K in one month. Then uh, these two fellows generate over 400,000 euros with programming or freelancing coaching. Pro pro freelancing coaching for programmers, I think it was. 10K a month as a programming coach, 11K as bodyweight coaching, 38K with B2B online service providing in the advertising space. Robin Bauman, he's been on this very podcast many times. Uh, 10K a month with drum coaching, 30K a month with dating relationship coaching, 60K a month with uh, uh, nine to f uh, next to next is nine to five with online service providing. Client makes 15K with German language coaching, 12K a month with book writing coaching. This fella actually moved on to our advanced program. He now makes 50K a month with book writing coaching. He used to cook uh, ramen as a job, and now he's uh, crushing it, making 50K a month as book writing coach. Absolutely awesome. 80K in nine weeks with online consulting for e-commerce, that is. Then we got more weight loss folks here. We got uh, online service providing here. Uh, that was Robin Bauman with his first uh, 21K that he made with us. Uh, music coaching, music uh, production coaching, 
Then we also got relationship coaching. Then again, we got more fitness coaches here, online sales coach here again. Then we have guitar coaching, 12K a month and so on and so forth. I invite you to just really look at that. There's so many crazy different niches. You'll be so surprised. Like, well, the internet enables us to do that. We've even had folks that were like barely 20 years old that did uh, esports coaching, like playing video games. Like, I always love remind. I always love remembering the times where my dad, my teachers, and my mom said, "Like, oh, stop playing video games. Just a waste of time." Nope, not anymore. Now there's people just making 10k a month coaching their favorite video games. So I again to to hammer home that very first point about mindset is like you'll be surprised what you can monetize nowadays and how easy it is because the internet will reach millions of people all around the world that could use your help in that. So have an open mind with this. Have an open mind with this. Now, the next thing is, okay, got it, open mind. What's next? Well, most of the time when people come to us, they have a couple ideas, but it's hard for them to streamline it and pinpoint it down to a singular idea. They say, well, I'm good at this. I love doing that. I'm at my job doing this. Um, which one should I monetize? And I'm going to go through a, a, a small exercise. It's called the Growth Boost Exercise. Again, you can see it on my screen if you're watching this, if you're listening to it. Don't worry, I'm going to iterate it so you don't have to look at it. And this Growth Boost Exercise basically just means um, you fill out a couple sentences and you gather all the challenges that you've overcome, all the skills that you've gathered. And then later on, we're basically going to summarize these skills and we're going to rate them. But step number one is we're going to write down the following. So if you look at this exercise, you will see the words, number one, I was or I had or I couldn't. So here you're going to write down the challenge that you've had. For example, when I was a kid, I was not so good at football and I never thought that I could be a captain of a team. And then the next sentence you write down is, and now I'm able to. So in this example, you would continue writing. What happens was that after a short time, I was able to be a captain of a team and I became a better player. And you just repeat this exercise with these two sentences over and over and over and over again with every single challenge that you've overcome. Remember to not have any filters in there. Don't be like, well, but this isn't a big challenge. It doesn't matter. Okay, We're not saying you got to commit to any of this yet. Just write it down. Let's just gather all the experiences that you've gathered in your very long and amazing life. Another example is um, when I was at university, my grades were not so high and I thought that I won't be accepted to pursuing master studies. And now I got a scholarship for pursuing a master's degree in spite of my not so high records. And also I got a scholarship for pursuing a PhD in my home country, which I rejected because I wanted to go abroad. <laughs> Great examples. These are all real life examples, by the way. Uh, an example of mine with my very first business uh, probably went like this. Um, I used to be very, very shy, didn't have a lot of friends. I was always kind of the awkward, nerdy kid. And that really messed with me. Like I was very unhappy. So I literally learned about social dynamics, read a bunch of books, started applying that, had a lot of trial and error. And then I became a person that was charismatic, much more interesting. And I was actually able to go on so many dates with so many beautiful women that I desired. And I became a much better person in the process. That's kind of an exercise that I used to do back in the days. And it brought me to this idea of like, well, hold on a second. This is something that I fixed myself. I got out of my shell. I overcame my shyness and my awkwardness. And then I just started posting about this entirely for free on forums. That was way back in 2011 when forums were still a thing until people started asking me if I do coaching. Uh, and I literally said, uh, yes. <laughs> like I lied. Like I didn't do any coaching when first people asked me, but I just said, yes, I do it. And they're like, cool. Uh, how much is it? And I said, uh, 130 euros a day. 
And that first person reaching out asking me, they're like, oh, that's great. When can we meet? And literally that Saturday, I got my first client for 130. I can't remember if it was 130 or 150 bucks per day, which was insane money for me as a student back then. So back to this exercise, what this exercise does, it, it helps you gain clarity. And what I really like about this, you know, I was, I couldn't, and now I'm able to, it helps us already define it with a kind of an end result. This is something that comes in handy later as you're really getting into the nitty gritty of defining the end result that you deliver. But it helps you gain clarity because a lot of people just say like, well, I'm good at fitness. Well, what exactly, right? I used to be overweight. Now I'm able to eat healthy and feel good and without having to count my calories for it, just as an example here. So this exercise sheet helps you gain clarity. That's step one. Now, step two of this wonderful exercise sheet is as you're writing down all these ideas, and uh, we're going we're gonna to attach this exercise sheet in the, in the description below. Can we do that on the podcast? I think there's a description thingy. Yeah, just a Google Drive link. Yeah, we'll, So if you look at this description, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, there's going to be this exercise Google Drive link thingy there. Just click on it. You can have it. You print it out or fill it out digitally. And uh, once you've done, you know, once you've done that, you should probably have, you know, three, four, five, maybe fifteen ideas. Again, there's no idea that it's not good enough. You can put them all in there. And now the next step is you want to rate those, and you want to rate those ideas with the following: number one is passion. From one to ten, how passionate do you feel about this? Now, in regards to passion, I want to put a little bit of a caveat on that. It's overrated. It's quite frankly not necessary. I know a lot of people, they say, well, I'm making very good money. It's not the most passionate thing in the world. But you know what I'm passionate about? Getting results, like, you know, earning good living from it and getting really awesome client results. And that makes me happy. So don't overrate it too much. If you, for example, are in a nine to five job that is high paid and you say, well, it's not the most passionate thing in the world. I would love to turn this into a digital consulting business but I'm not sure if I'm passionate about it. Go do it if it can make you very good money and if it delivers good value, and then you can still see if you're passionate about it. Most people get passionate with something that they see results in. So if you say, whatever, I'm, I'm consulting people with something that bores me, but hey, I'm making 20K a month with that, it might make you passionate. So you still want to rate all of those things on a scale of one to 10 on how passionate you feel about it, but I wouldn't put too much weight on it personally. If you say, no, it has to be 100% something I'm passionate about, great, good for you, that's fine too. The second thing you want to put a rating on is expertise, meaning how much expertise do you have in this field? How confident are you in delivering about this? How much knowledge do you have about that on a scale of 1 to 10, as objectively speaking as you can? The third rating that you want to put on each and every one of the things you've just written down is pain, meaning how painful of a problem is this for other people, right? Let's say, for example, uh, I couldn't understand much about programming, but I really wanted to learn it. So, you know, I hustled and now I know programming. How painful is this for other people? Probably pretty painful. If they say maybe their livelihood depends on it, maybe they got to be better at programming because uh, their job requires it to them. That's a pretty big pain. So on a scale of one to 10, how painful is that for other people? And again, be careful because it might not be painful for you. But ask yourself, are there other people that might struggle with this? And is it a big pain for them? Right? That's always key. The, the, the last rating that you want to be putting on here is the market, a.k.a. the money, the wealth equation of this. How wealthy are people with that problem? 
it really depends on the niche. If you're in a very general niche, such as relationship advice, you'd be like, well, everybody has these problems. But the real question is, are, are people of wealth having the same problem? The answer is probably yes. Or another way to phrase this question is like, how, how easy will it be to sell a high ticket thing in this very niche? Especially if you're in a B2B niche where you say, well, I'm passionate about advertising. I love running ads. I'm super technical about this. I understand it. I've done it at my job. Hell to the yeah, the wealth equation is very, very high. You can rate this a 10 out of 10 because if you do proper kick-ass advertising of a relatively big business, you can charge quite high uh, amounts of money for that. You might even get revenue share for that. So you want to put this in as an equation in there as well. So again, you want to rate on a scale of 1 to 10 for each and every idea that you've just written down in the Growth Boost exercise. Number one, how passionate do you feel about this? Number two, how much expertise do you have in this or how much expertise do you feel you have in this? Number three, how big of a pain is it for other people? And number four, how much wealth or how easy is it to charge money for this? And you can basically see this as like four concentric circles and where these circles overlap, that's the golden thing. So whichever of these ideas you've just written down, whichever gets the highest score, so to speak, is probably going to be the niche that you want to step into. Maybe you'll have two to three niches where you say, these are kind of like the top three that have the highest rating. That's fine too. You don't need to decide on one thing just yet. I mean, eventually you need to decide, but this is going to be very, very helpful. So that overall is in regards to kind of choosing what you're good at. The next step that I would go into is understanding the five mega niches that are out there because you want to be positioned in one of these five mega niches. These five mega niches are so good, so lucrative, so important to humanity that they will never be irrelevant. They will always be there. There is always going to be money to be made in those. And most importantly, these are crisis safe. So we have written down all the things that you've overcome yourself. We've rated them. And now we're going to cross-reference them, the top three, top four, top two ideas that we have with the five mega niches and what we know about them. So let me go into those as well. You can see the five mega niches on the screen right now. If you're just listening, don't worry, I'm going to iterate them. People will always need help with these five mega niches. That means if you position yourself in one of these markets, you'll always be able to make money even in economic crises. Mega niche number one is money, career, and business. Anything that helps people or businesses to make more money directly or indirectly. We've had so many clients in that. That's not only B2B niches where you say, you know, well, I'm a service provider for advertising. I'm a marketing coach. I'm a sales coach. But this can also be a B2C niche where, for example, you're helping uh, managers be more you know, true to themselves, have a stronger mindset, overcome challenges, be more resilient, find a better life, work-life balance, and so on and so forth. We've also had someone in our coaching program that offered uh, poker mindset coaching. Not even poker coaching, but poker mindset coaching. So his clients were professional poker players that then you know, went on, made even more money because they didn't tilt at playing the game and so on and so forth. Anything that helps people or businesses generate more money. Mega niche number two is physical health. Pretty straightforward. Anything that directly or indirectly makes people fitter or healthier or gives them a healthier feeling. We have so many clients in uh, stretching niche, mobility niche, fitness niche, a body exercise niche, uh, nutrition niche, weight loss niche, but even things like... Um, kind of becoming someone that is more resilient and doesn't get sick all the time. We've had people helping other people with certain sicknesses or diseases 
and so on and so forth. Uh, there was one guy that uh, I really thought was awesome. He did uh, vegan coaching where he helped people transition from a meat-eating uh, diet to a vegan diet. Now, one little caveat here. When it comes to health coaching, be careful with not promising that you you know heal people. So if you say, okay, well, you want to work with people that are suffering from cancer, you don't want to go in and be like, I'm going to heal your cancer. That's illegal, and I would never do that unless I was a doctor. And even then, probably if you're a doctor, you know that you cannot promise healing. What you can, however, do, and this is a very important distinction, is that you can help them deal with it better. So you can help people decrease the pain that they're feeling, right? Or deal with XYZ symptoms better. As long as you do that, you're fine, and you can absolutely provide awesome value to your clients. Mechanism number three, very similar, mental fitness and spirituality. Anything that helps people feel more mentally balanced and or cope better with everyday life, challenges, and stress. Meditation coaching, work-life balance coaching, high-performance coaching, spirituality coaching, uh, what is this called? Rishi, Rishi coaching, or Reiki coaching, energy coaching, all the spirituality stuff in there. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, this is becoming more and more westernized, this topic. More and more people meditate, including me. I meditate 15 minutes a day. I don't do it with, like, Buddha pose and whatnot, but it's it's a thing that people are getting more and more into. My buddy Patrick Reiser does this quite successfully with Human Elevation. Great guy. We've had multiple clients who that's making four to five figures a month. Um, Meganish number four is love and relationships. Fairly straightforward there as well. Anything that helps people to lead higher-quality relationships – with friends, family, or sexual partners, or partners. Um, the classic dating coaching example was my very first digital consulting business that made me multiple seven figures. Uh, relationship coaching, and even in dating coaching alone, there's so many small sub-niches in there. There's you know dating coaching for, for people that want to go on a lot of dates, dating coaching for people that want to find the perfect partner, dating coaching for women that want to find men, dating coaching for men, want to find women, dating coaching for men that want to find other men, relationship coaching, uh, SEX coaching, uh, you know, that help you be better in bed. Like um, buddy, uh, what's this called? Sterling Cooper does it very, very successfully. Shout out. So you'll be surprised. This It's great. It's huge. It's a huge market. And then last but not least, um, the mega niche number five is hobbies and passions. Hobbies and irrational passions. Basically, anything without any practical purpose for which people develop irrational passions and are ready to invest money in. For example, esports coaching, sports coaching, chess coaching, music coaching, singing coaching, uh, instrumental coaching. Uh, there's so many things that people want to get better at that they're absolutely willing to spend money on. These are the five mega niches. Now, Mark my words, because this is a very important nuance. I'm not saying choose one out of five coaching or digital consulting niches. I'm saying position yourself in a sub-niche that belongs to one of the five mega niches. A sub-niche. And this kind of brings us to the next point here. When it comes to niching down, we're starting relatively simple, right? We're starting relatively broad, where I'm saying write on all the challenges that you've overcome, rate them, and now see how they fit into a sub-niche of one of the five mega-niches. And then you want to get narrower and narrower when it comes to really positioning yourself in that. The reason is the following. It will be far easier for you to generate your first clients. It will be far easier for you to stand out from the crowd. It will be far easier for you to charge high prices if you're specializing in a specific end result that you're delivering. So... 
to stay with a very, very common example that I think everybody can, can understand, if you're a fitness coach, I would never recommend you to just position yourself as a fitness coach. I would rather say, what is kind of like one end result that you deliver? For example, I help skinny guys, which is a huge issue. A lot of skinny guys out there that can't build muscle. I help those folks build more muscle. Or I help women after pregnancy fit back into their favorite genes. Or for dating coaching, instead of just saying, oh, yeah, I'm a dating coach, I can help anyone, you might want to say, well, I help men after their divorce kind of get back to the dating market, right? I, have, I help them overcome the bitterness after a divorce. So you want to specialize yourself there because, again, it will be easier for you to stand out from the crowd. And number two, it will be easier for people to gravitate towards you, especially when you're getting started, right? We always have this great example that we tell people in one-on-one consultations. Let's say you're walking down the street in a new city and you're really craving pizza. You want to have that perfect Italian pizza. You're craving the crust and the cheese on it. And you're walking by a couple of restaurants. And restaurant A, had, you know, it's one of these like little bar slash walk-in restaurants that ha- that offers kebab and uh, and tacos and pasta. Oh, and also pizza, right? And then restaurant B is the pizzeria Alfonso Mario. There's a specialized in only pizza. It's all we do. Maybe you can maybe you can order baguette or whatever like like a garlic bread on the side, but this is the pizza place. All right, welcome. You probably want to go to the pizza place instead. Number one and number two, you probably be willing to pay more money because this person is specialized in the pizza. I am specialized. We make the pizza for many years. Okay, <laughs> you get the, you got the gist. Okay, I I got a little bit over myself with this example. I'll, let me give you another example. Let's say you have heart issues, right? I hope you never have issues with your heart, but what kind of doctor would you like to go to? Would you like to go to the the general practitioner or would you like to the cardiologist, the person who specializes in the heart? Probably going to cost you more unless your insurance covers it, but you're willing to pay more because that is the specialist. On top of that, and this is something that kind of comes in handy a little bit later down the line, it will be easier for you to kind of create a little bit of a uniqueness for you because no matter what you'll do, there's going to be other competitors in the market. It's generally a good sign, as we've talked about this before. Remember, it's generally a good sign because it means there's money being made already. But if you can stand out with a unique method, with a unique end result that you're delivering, that is already good, right? It kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm the muscle building guy and my method, the three by three muscle building is super epic, right? It sounds sexy. It sounds cool. It's easier for you to stand out. So we have roughly gone through all the experiences that you've gathered, all the things that you're good at. We have rated them. We've come up with the one, two, three, four, five top ones. Now we cross-reference them with one of the five mega niches. We have discussed that you need to Position yourself in a sub-niche of one of these mega niches. And we've said you want to be focusing on one end result, right? Now, I want to kind of capitalize a little bit more on that idea of one, one end result. Because what we usually say is we call it the rule of one. You've heard me talk about this before. This is not a Star Wars reference, although shout out, may the force be with you. Um, The rule of one basically says you want to have one end result. You want to have one audience that you're targeting, right? You don't just want to help anyone. You want to help someone specific. And all you really need is a one-person brand that posts on a single platform. I'm not going to go too much into detail here because this is just about niching down, but this is something that you can kind of dwell on already a little bit. What kind of platform do you want to use? 
where you promote your services for free. And this is the great thing. Nowadays, you don't have to run paid advertising. You don't even need to have a freaking website. You just need to be on a singular platform of your choice in order to make 10 to 20K a month. And again, you don't need anyone in your team. You don't need to hire anyone. I've had so many of our clients that make 10 to 20 up to roughly 30K a month completely by themselves. After 20, 30K a month-ish, if you want to keep scaling, onboard more clients, you might want to get an assistant or someone that helps you with the tasks that you don't really like too much in the business so you can focus on the quote-unquote fun parts as much as you can, right? So a lot of people don't want to hire people because it's like, oh, it's, now I got responsibility. But ultimately, once you're making 20, 30K a month, you know, you pay someone a, a decent salary. You can hire a, a virtual assistant for a relatively low price and, uh, and then you have much less work to do. But again, like, Always remember the rule of one. One end result that you deliver to one specific audience. Let's stick with that for a second. If you say, well, I can help anyone, you can actually help no one. And this, again, makes things much easier. I had a, one of our very first clients, Sam, shout out. He came to us once. He said, well, I want to do business coaching and also dating coaching. Oh, and also the mindset coaching, right? And, and I told him, like, hey, listen, rule of one, you need to focus on one thing and position yourself in one of the mega niches. The predominant fear in his response was fear. Uh, the predominant emotion in his response was fear, uh, fear of missing out, fear of, like, committing too much to one thing. But look, it's going to help you, right? If you say, well, I want to be the person who helps people in ex-target audience, for example, men in their 30s that are coming out of divorce with one specific end result, which is getting back to the dating market, you're going to have a much easier time, right? We've explained ad nauseum already why that is. And then you basically want to just figure out is like, uh, what is the one platform that fits best to me? And that is basically where the positioning part ends. Now, a couple of small caveats there again. Number one, we're going to put the, the exercise sheet in the description. If you want us to have a look at that, my team and I, we're going to put a link to the, we're going to put a link in the description as well where you can actually book a call with me and my team. Um, if you're listening to this, maxtorno.com forward slash call is the URL. You can literally bring the sheet to the call and say, hey, folks, these are the top three ideas that I have. Can you folks help me out? And then we can you know, tell you out of our own experience. We've worked with over 3,000 people, which one works best, which one is the most lucrative, which one's the most likely to work and how to do it. Uh, so if you need a little bit of an extra help, feel free to do that. Now, I've kind of mentioned the method here before. And this is a little bit more advanced. This is especially for you if you are already pretty positioned or pretty set on your positioning where you say, I want to be an XYZ coach. Um, what we usually say is like either the end result that you deliver is very new and very unique, which is great, or the end result that you deliver is pretty common. There's tons of other people that do that. Then try to have a relatively unique method. Now, again, you don't need to be unique to make 10 to 20K a month at all. You can just be the next thousandth guy that delivers the same thing. You can still make 10 to 20K a month. But if you say, I want to grow beyond that and I really want to be, build a, a very big uh, brand, I want to become known, I want to, you know, I want to blow up, so to speak, then you might want to either have a unique end result that you deliver or a unique method that brings people the results. A good, good friend of mine, Kino Body, for example, He's a fitness coach, but his entire spiel is like, oh, you know, you just do the intermittent fasting thingy and then you can have steak and eggs and fries and have a good time. And I only work out twice a week. That's the keto body method, right? So he's become known for that. What we've become known is the flywheel hybrid method where we say, well, you can make 10 to 20K a month 
by just posting on a singular platform. You don't need paid ads. You don't need a website. You just use the flywheel hybrid DM method where you're reaching out to a couple people. You're posting one to three times a week or more if you want, and people come to you, right? That's our unique mechanism. So if you can already have, uh, you know, if you can already touch back on a unique mechanism where you say like, well, my method is pretty unique. That's fantastic. Bring that to the table, like leverage that. If you don't have that yet and you say, oh, well, I'm just kind of teaching the basics. That is totally fine too. Like I said, you can absolutely make 10 to 20 K a month with that. So that is basically everything that you need to know about niching. Like I said, feel free to bring the exercise sheets, your results to us. We'll be able to help you out and uh, execute. Never forget that digital consulting is one of the best things out there to do. Because number one, it generates extremely high income. Number two, you have very, very high profit margins. Up to 20K a month, you will literally enjoy 80 to 100% profit margins. And number three, you get to deliver something of value. Like you're not selling cheap Chinaware or you're selling someone else's product with like affiliate marketing or something like that. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. You're, if you're still listening to this, you're probably very bought into the idea of digital consulting and coaching. I just want to reiterate how freaking amazing it is because you're getting a lot of money and you're giving a lot of value to your clients. You're really inspiring people. That's what's kept me in this market since 2010, 11, when I really kind of started making a decision. That's what's helped me not only build my very first multiple seven-figure digital consulting business, but my second one here as well. And I've built so many for my clients and my partners ever since. That's kind of like one of my main driving forces behind the spiel. So thank you very much for watching slash listening and uh, talk to you soon. GG.